Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your host, Norman Murray. Welcome to another episode of the Building Bridges podcast. For my regular listeners, you know I appreciate you and your support. And to those first-timers, welcome to the podcast. I pray something is said that inspires you, motivates you, or at least provokes you in thought. If you want to hear and view some additional content and support us, there's a link right under the description of this episode. All right, let's get right into it and build this bridge. So today's episode, religion, lifestyle, and relationship. I know you're looking at those words and like, what's going on with this, right? This is an age-old discussion that needs to happen more often, in my opinion. I know. I know you literally just said to yourself, why, Norman? Why do we need to have this discussion? Well, see, now I'm glad you're asking me questions. The simplified answer is, is that your soul is at stake. That's why. All right. Well, let me get into it, right? So, you see, most people that don't attend church, that maybe are on the bubble about church, or possibly don't even believe in God. You see, what they do is they put anyone who does into the same bucket, right? They all fit into the same bubble. They fit into the same mold. And typically, the word religious or religion comes to mind, right? And so I wanted to talk about that today a little bit. Just bear with me. It might be a little bit different than what I, how I usually go about my my podcast. But you know me. Anybody that's that's a fan and been listening, you know I got to move as the Lord tells me to move. So the word religion, it's defined as a set of beliefs concerning a cause and purpose of the universe. See that? Of the universe. It's a practice of these different things. The definition even goes so far as to say that it's something that one believes as a point or matter of ethics or conscience. So you see, automatically we've taken the word religion. And then if you look at what it means, how how it's defined, it doesn't even mean what most people think it means. So let's keep going. Because religiously, I want to be clear about this. Religiously, we all do things, right? Let me give you an example. You wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth, right? You comb your hair, you wash your face, you put your, your clothes on, your socks, your, you know, your shirt. That's religiously. You do that every single day, okay? There are some people that wash their cars or cut their grass every Sunday morning without fail. Unless it's raining or snowing, man, they out there cutting the grass, right? Those are things that you do religiously. All right. So hold on to that. Let's talk about this word lifestyle. Now, the word lifestyle is defined. I'm going to define it two ways. The first is in the noun habits, attitudes, moral standards, maybe a economical level. Right. These these are all things that constitute a mode of living of an individual or a group. Okay. But I like the word uh, as it's defined as an adjective pertaining to or catering to a certain lifestyle. All right. So let's keep going because I I, I want to go somewhere today in this in this podcast. The word relationship is defined. I love this. A connection, an association or an involvement. You see how the words differ so much. And the reason why 
uh, I want to put them together so that we can talk about it so that we can see the differences in, in, in how people walk. All right. Because the lifestyle. OK, this Christian lifestyle is the result of having a relationship with Christ. And we can talk about people, too. Right. You, you, you know, people. Let me say it over. Lifestyle is the result of having a relationship with someone, right? In this case, you know, I'm, I am referring to Christ because you know what Building Bridges is about. But let's talk naturally for a second. So look at it this way, right? For those guys and gals out there, right? Before your husband was your husband, before your wife was your wife, you lived a certain lifestyle. You met them, you fell in love. And whether it was for the betterment of you, or maybe it didn't work out the way you thought it was, but your lifestyle changed because of the relationship with someone. The lifestyle is our walk with Christ. See, if you're like me and you're filled with the Holy Ghost, we change the atmosphere when we walk into a room. Anywhere that I set my foot, I change the atmosphere. Now, I want to be clear, not me per se, but it's the Holy Ghost in me that does the changing. So to all my my, my people in Detroit and New York City, right? Any place in Philly, Chicago that has a, a, a subway or an L, whatever you want to call it. When you ride those transit vehicles, when you get on a public transportation on a bus, you take the Holy Ghost with you. You shift the atmosphere. That is the lifestyle. The lifestyle is our talk. The things we used to say, we don't say no more. As a matter of fact, there are some things that we used to think and we don't think no more. We speak life to dead situations. We speak it with the confidence and assurance that God's got us no matter what's happening all around us. All of this chaos and destruction that's going on, the lifestyle that we live, we understand that that's coming. It's part of it. But we know that God's got us. The lifestyle is the way that we love you when you don't love us back. Yeah, I, I pause for a second myself. You see, because these things that I just listed, they can't be done genuinely without Christ. It's hard enough to do them with him at times, right? So without him, guess what? It's not sustainable. And I want to give you some examples about how it's not sustainable. See, I'm not knocking any one particular person or people or group, but I got to speak the truth. And the truth is people that say they are religious, they do just that. They say they want you to know by continuously repeating it and reminding you that they are religious, that they go to church. I'm a God-fearing man. I'm a God-fearing woman. Well, are you? 
because I see you doing this and I've witnessed you doing that. I hear the way that you speak to them. As a matter of fact, I hear the way that you talk about them when they're not in the room. So are you telling me that that's what God-fearing people do? See, I don't have to point at anyone. We know the old saying, if the shoe fits, then you wear it. See, James, which is Jesus' brother, he said something very important regarding this topic. He said that if any, see, see, any, if any man among you, mankind, seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue. Hold, freeze, before we finish the scripture, you might not know what the word bridleth means. So I need to help and I need to make sure. And bridleth basically just means that you draw back uh, or to restrain. So let's reread this again. If any man among you seem to be religious and draw not his tongue, doesn't restrain his tongue, scripture finishes, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. So you see where I'm going with this? You see when that's all you talk about, you say it, you say it, but your lifestyle doesn't show what you're saying. It doesn't line up. The next verse, by the way, this is in James 1, 26 that I just read. And now I'm going to read 27. Now, listen, see how the word got changed around when we talked about religion before. James says pure religion and undefiled before God and the father is this. He's about to tell you what it is. It is to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So do you see what pure religion is? Pure religion is doing something. I'm gonna say it again. Pure religion is doing something. If you notice, he didn't say, say that you were, he said, do something. Said to do something to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction when they're not doing well, when they're down and out. And then he also says, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. See, I'm trying to help us today because I need us to understand that everything that goes on in this world, whether you believe in Christ or not, it's all spiritual. It's all spiritual. So when we say that we walk with Christ, it's a lifestyle. It's our lifestyle. It's nothing more than that. It's the lifestyle. It's the relationship with Christ. See, I told you earlier that the lifestyle is the result of having a relationship with Christ. So what does that mean? That means that without the relationship with Christ, your lifestyle change isn't complete. 
See, I want to stop right there, oh Lord, because there are so many people that say they love Christ and they follow him, but I don't have to point at them. All we have to do is watch them or what they saying lining up with what they're doing. Now, it's not a knock on them. Maybe you listening to me right now, maybe you're in that boat. It's not me uh, uh, harping and knocking on you and telling you how wrong you are. No, it's saying, look at the word, read the word of God and correct. Ask the Lord to help you in those areas. None of us are perfect. None of us are. But we have to be careful even when we use the terms like religious, because what does that mean? It means you're saying that you're something, but it's more important to live that something. It's more important to have the relationship with Christ so that your lifestyle can change. If you try to change your lifestyle and say you're with Christ, it's not sustainable without his spirit, which is why we need the Holy Ghost. Let me encourage you today. Oh, glory to God. You see, it's so much easier to continue to stay in the state that you're in because sometimes we don't want to change. But I know you feel the Lord tugging on you right now. You've come to a point that you know something just isn't right. You can't even put your finger on it, right? You know, you, you but but you just know, you just know something just ain't right. I, I, I need to change something. And that thing, that thing that's missing is Christ, is Jesus. And so that feeling that you're getting right now, that's God tugging on you. That's God trying to get your attention. I need you to hold on. You see, because Paul said something, he told the people that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God's not done with you. You can find that in Philippians 1 and 6. So I need you to hold on. I need you to stay with me. Don't quit. Stay with Christ. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you first and foremost for who you are today, Lord. I thank you this morning, Lord, for those that's going to hear it. I thank you for tonight, Lord, that's who's going to hear it. I thank you for this afternoon, Lord. Whenever they hear it, Lord, let this word prick their hearts, Lord. Let this word provoke them to want to do something, Father. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, there's someone that's going to hear this word that's going to make a change. There's someone that's going to hear this word and understand the difference between religion and lifestyle and how they need the relationship with you, Father. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to touch that individual right now, Lord. We thank you. We give you all the glory, all the honor in Jesus' name. And I know if you're out there, you said amen. So I truly hope this word inspired you. I hope that it motivated you in some way. I hope that it might even provoke your thought process different. It shook it up. But either way, God bless you. And I thank you for listening. And y'all keep building those bridges. Listen, I'm doing something different. If you want to get your free digital monthly newsletter from Building Bridges, it'll be filled with inspiring and motivating content 
go visit buildingbridges520.com and sign up. Buildingbridges520.com. God bless you all. I love you.